So I know this is something to get out to you because, you know, whenever I get interrupted all the time, I know it's an important topic. I thought I had recorded this. I thought I had said it. And I think maybe I've kind of hinted on it on, on some of my other podcasts. I want to talk to you about being a first generation college student. And and to do it successfully, to graduate college successfully as a first generation college student. Um, at the time of this recording, I do not have a college degree. OK, I have I have some college, but I did not finish in the traditional four years or two year school. I, I didn't finish. And I just wanted to explain to you some things that. I had some really good experiences, but then I had a lot of negative experiences. And so I want to go all the way back to um, ninth grade and give you an understanding and explanation, um, give you some tips, because I want you to get through your four years. And you're listening to somebody who has not actually finished four years of college. I did not finish. I didn't finish the two-year program. I didn't finish the four-year program. But I'm going to tell you... Um, what to look out for so you don't hit the pitfalls and hit the problems that I experienced. So I'm going to go all the way back to ninth grade. Look, your freshman year of high school, that first semester of your freshman year of high school, you have a 4.0 GPA. Understand me? Look, I grew up in Small town, USA, Friday night lights. After you go to high school, everybody went and worked at the plant. You made $20 an hour for the rest of your life. You see that? See that? Like random, random interruptions. Somebody doesn't want you to hear this. Just random interruptions. Like, just doesn't make any sense. Um... But look, that first semester of high school, I know I'm talking about uh, Friday Night Lights, right? That's where I'm from, Friday Night Lights. Everybody after high school went and worked at the plant. And I know people are saying $20 an hour. My time is worth way more than that. I totally agree with you. But I'm just telling you where I come from and the culture, like where we come from. That was That's what everybody did after high school is when they worked at the plant. So look, ninth grade, first semester, you got a 4.0 GPA. You get a 4.0 GPA when you graduate high school. They roll out the red carpet for you. The colleges all over the world, all over the United States, they roll out the red carpet for you. You got 800 credit. They roll out the red carpet for you. You want to be like a 4.0, 800 credit score person. You want to get on that channel, get in that community, read those books, get in that crowd. That's where you want to be. Look, this is what I did not know at my particular high school. At my particular high school, they have a scholarship ceremony every single year. And at freshman orientation, ninth grade, nobody told me that. So what I'm saying to you is this. When I got to that, I got there, though. I got to that scholarship ceremony, and there was, I saw my elementary school principal there with her son. 
I had seen that guy's face before, but I didn't know that that was her son. And he walked out with a lot of scholarship money. And that's when I knew, okay, this is the game. And I've noticed that ever since. This is a super quiet thing. Scholarships in high school is like a really secretive thing. It's really secretive. And that's just something that I'm mentioning because it's important. You need money in this life. And I, with Christians, they don't want to they don't want to say they don't want to hear from prosperity preachers, and they don't want to talk about money. And you might have that kind of a family where people don't like talking about money. And there's a lot of families like that. I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this, get a financial education. I tell anybody you need a Bible education, you need a financial education, you need a formal education. All right. Look. So. The scholarship ceremony is super secretive. I got some cash. Okay. Now, one of the things I'll mention to you. You may have a family that wants you to be successful because going to college, understand, was different. Going to college is different from going to working at the plant. And it just, you don't, when, it's, when you're doing something totally different, you don't know where people's minds are. You don't know what emotions are going through them. But I, my decision was I'm going to school. I applied to college. I got into college and I got some scholarship money. One of the things you really have to question, I'm talking to you as a student. Maybe, you know, this is something that you would share what if somebody in junior high or maybe somebody going into ninth grade? Family is not going to always be excited for you going to something that they've never been to before. Or maybe they might feel like they're not going to be included in your plans. Folks will start acting funny towards you. Everybody doesn't want you to win. Um, you might have people clinging to you because they think, oh, you're going to have the big money in the future. So I'm going to cling to you. You got to watch out for those people, too. And guess what? It might be your parents, it might be grandparents, it might be aunts and uncles, folks that you were always around. And all of a sudden, they're interested in you and they weren't interested in you before. You got to watch that about people when it's sad. Sometimes people are just kind of around you because of where they think that you're going and they think you're going to go someplace they can't go on their own. So you got to watch out for that, unfortunately. When you leave. Well, I'll say this. I think my motivation would have been different if I knew about the scholarship ceremony. Does that make sense? I just feel like my motivation would have been a little bit different because at the scholarship ceremony, I didn't see a whole lot of minorities. I didn't see a whole lot of black people at the scholarship ceremony. And I just feel like if you if you speak on that at the freshman orientation, that maybe more black faces would have showed up. But look. What I'm saying to you, when I say scholarship ceremony, I mean, everybody knows about getting an athletic scholarship. I'm talking about your grades. Your grades are really good and you don't play sports. You have really, really good grades. and You don't play sports. They had a scholarship ceremony for people who had good grades and didn't play sports. You could still walk out of there with a lot of money, talking about tens of thousands of dollars on top of any scholarship packages you were offered from the university. Okay, so you get the money from the high school and you get the money from your college. So that's a lot of money. But a lot of people don't know about this. It's a secret. And I think the reason why it was a secret is because of the scarcity mentality in that community. 
And I think that's this. I know this is in other high schools. There's a scarcity mentality when it comes to scholarship money. So that's something I want you to be aware of. Um, that it's a secretive thing because of people. There's a scarcity mentality when it comes to scholarship money. So, but that's something that you need to ask questions about. Look, if if you're a student or if you're a parent listening to this, look, had that conversation. Freshman year, look, bro, you need to be serious about these grades because we ain't got it. We ain't got the money. Go. To, you want to go to college? You don't want. You don't know if you want to go to college. Keep your grades up. You don't have to make a decision now, but keep your grades up for the next four years. Enjoy, enjoy high school. Once it's over, it's over. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Um, sit down with your guidance counselors and stay connected to that. That's a, that's a very, very big deal. What I just said, stay connected to your guidance counselors from freshman to senior year, whether it's high school to college. Stay close to your guidance counselors because they got a ton of information. They know the process. And you need to talk to them freshman year about what your plans are. Hey, I want to go to college. I want to put me in the college because, look, they had, they had for me at my school, they had English 9 and they had Accelerated English 9. I didn't know Accelerated English 9 was the road to college. There's Accelerated English 9, 10, and you have AP English senior year. I don't know anything about the road to college. So I was taking English 9, English 10, and then when I realized that I was taking the wrong college classes, I took English 11, accelerated English 11, but I didn't take accelerated English 9 and accelerated English 10. So I struggled in English 11, accelerated English 11, because I didn't understand the road to college. There's a, there's those courses you take to go to college and those courses you take just to graduate high school. So that's something that's why you need to stay connected to your uh, your guidance counselor. But look, this uh, it's important to stay connected to your guidance counselor, because I, I think that person is going to tell you what you need to know and what you need to study, what classes you need to pick. Um. The way you, I mean, your, your your senior year of high school, it should be a really fun year because it's your last year. You might be taking a couple of hard courses, AP English or AP this, but it should be that last year of high school should be a lot of fun. And those, and those high school years should be fun. But I just want you to have that conversation. Have that conversation with your parents. Have you got the money or not? It's a, nobody likes to talk about money. People don't like to talk about it. People don't like to talk about it in church, at home and families. But it's important. Every, every You go into work because you need money. You know, you get an education so you can make money. So let's talk about money. Are you do you have a college savings plan for me? Do you are you going to be able to help me? How are you going to be able to help me? And just be honest, babe, look, when you 18, you don't know what you're going to You're going to be a different person at senior year than you are freshman year. You're going to be a different person. And, you know, you want to have your own. You're going to want to have your own car. You're going to want to have your own phone. You're going to have your own place. Um. Thing, you don't know what's going to happen over the next four years. But when you become 18, 19, eventually you're going to say, I want my own stuff. Um, but just be honest. That's a that's a that's a big question. And that's something that you got to get the answer to right away. And that's something you should tell your kids. Or if you listen and ask the question, if you're if you're a young person, ask your parents the question. Should I do you guys have any money to take to get me through school or should I just be working for scholarships? Just let me know. It's not a big deal. 
Should I be working hard to get these scholarship money or to get the scholarship money? Or should or you guys have something set aside for me to go to college or a college savings plan? If you don't have it, that's cool. But let me know now so that I can be ready. And so have that conversation. Do you, ask your parents, do they have the money to get you through school? And even if they do, even if they do, that's a, that's a benefit of you got the scholarship money and you got the 529 savings plan or whatever it's called. Your parents got that college money set aside. They've been saving since you were in kindergarten. And then you got the good grades or you're playing a sport and you're really good at it because you get the scholarship and you get the 529 savings plan money. There's plenty of cash for you. It's a great, you want to, you want it to be a good, a good experience. Um, but everybody's family is not the same. Some people, it's they're depressed if you go to school. Some people are excited if you go to school. Some people are, are excited for the wrong reasons. Like I said, some sometimes family is like the wrong people to deal with. You don't realize it until you get to that level and you realize, snap, I'm on my own. I'm really on my own with this. Um, sometimes folks can say things to you where it's like you get they give you just enough information to convince you that they know what they're talking about and they really don't. Sometimes you just realize that you have you don't have the right people around you. And that's why I would encourage you stay connected to people who have gone through the process, the people who understand the process of going through high school and getting scholarships, going through um, high school. I mean, um, guidance counselors at the college level. Stay connected to your guidance counselors because they know where scholarship money is and they know how to get you through the four years. They know how to get you through that degree program. Are you taking this class? Did you do this? Have you done this yet? You need to talk to this person. You need to sign up for this next semester. You need to make sure you take this before you take this. Stay connected to people who have successfully gone through the process of going to high school and going to college. Guidance counselors. But look, after you get to this point, you graduate in high school, you get your scholarship money. Look, there's next level of college it should be a great experience now look you gotta be honest like i told you before roommates move out roommates might be like um you can like you can live in the dorms or you can live off campus if you're living off campus okay you're living on the dorms that's your tuition so you always gonna have a place to stay i mean throughout the school year in the summertime they move you out if you want to live off campus you know freshman year you want to live off campus you want to live off campus freshman year. Look, get that straight. Use your scholarship money. Your scholarship money is going to be broken in half. It's going to be cut in half. You get half first semester, half second semester. So a smart thing to do would be to be able to prepay your your um, your rent. So from August to January. And then in January, you get your second half. You pay from January through May. You, know, you pay the end of your lease. Because what happens when you live off campus is your roommate might get married. Your roommate might want to just move in with the boyfriend and the girlfriend. Your roommate want to move back in with the parents. Your roommate might transfer schools. Him and buddy said I could sleep on his couch for 50 bucks. You know, and these people signed the lease and they'll bounce. You know, and you'll be in a situation like, snap, where am I going to live? Because you signed up for this month to month thing. I'm just saying, just being honest, giving you real life. So think about that if you're living off campus. Stay on top of those of those finances if you're off campus. 
uh, I know things are different. You know, some of these places where you can go first two years are free, going to like a community college or something like that in certain states you live in. So that's a cool thing. That's a really cool thing um, because you might be able just to stay at home and go to college for a couple years. And you might just find something during those couple years where you can just go out into the real world and make good money. Now, another thing to consider with going to college is if your family doesn't have the money, uh, you don't get a scholarship. I would consider a two-year college program at the four-year college. Going through the two-year program at the four-year college. Because after two years, you're going to be in a position, you got an associate's degree, and you can get you a a job where you can kind of get your rent, get your car. You're moving further away from the game is the goal is with college. We don't want to, we want to take the financial burden off of our parents as quickly as possible. Nobody should feel it. Nobody should feel it that you went to college. And so going to a, you get that four year college experience, but you're only going for two years. That's the thing that you will may want to consider. For other people, I know I want a four-year degree. I'm going through the four-year thing. It's just that as a first-generation black college student, I I think a lot of us had that story of being broke for four years. And I think things have significantly changed since I'm in my mid-30s right now as I'm recording this. But it's totally different. It's totally different um, than when I started because... I don't think you have to be broke, though. I don't think you have to be broke for four years. But this is why I teach financial education tips to people who will listen. Because if I can get you in high school making money without going to that uh, that fast food spot. Because I'm a Christian, so the Bible says seven, eight streams of income. If I can get you going on Robin Hood, if I can get you going on Forex, if I can get you going on eBay and Amazon FBA. You know what I'm saying? If I can get you going... In high school, then when you get to college, it's like, I can think I can, you know what I'm saying? I think I can really get through this because you want to be in a really comfortable position where it's like you want the scholarship money and you're doing the Forex and you're doing Robin Hood and you're doing eBay. You know what I'm saying? You got these different ways to make money. Scrap metal recycling. All of these different ways where you got the scholarship money. And you got these other ways to make money where it's just, just, it's just, I mean, everything is easier for you in life. Life is so much easier when you got a surplus of resources, when you got a ton of money. And so it's just college is a great experience. When you go, especially when you go to a really big school, you meet people from all over the world, especially when you go to, to a big school in a big city. I went to a big school in a big city. I mean, I loved it. It's just there wasn't enough money. I didn't fully think it out. And that's why I'm doing this recording. I'm just telling you, get a financial education, get a biblical education, and get a formal education. I'm at 20 minutes here. I know. Congratulations if you got this far. (laughs) God bless you for getting this far um, with me. I know maybe people just kind of listen to it for a little bit and walk away. But but look, um, I'm just kind of laying out all the things for you to get through that process. You listen to somebody who did not successfully finish a two-year or a four-year college program but i got some college and i can tell you what to look out for and i just feel that not necessarily a burden but an unction to kind of tell you what to look out for 
but things have significantly changed. There's so many different. You can go to school for free for two years. There's so many different. There are people, you know, with the the loans that they took out in college, they're in their 30s now, and they're still, you know, dealing with loans that they took out when they were 18 years old. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you don't have to. You ain't got it. You don't. You don't have to have that experience. You know, I would don't put don't let. It should be a fun experience. Like I said, I had a lot of great memories from it, but I had the lack of finances was really the killer for me. Just you didn't I didn't have it wasn't it was poorly planned out. It was poorly executed. We didn't understand all of our options. It was so many emotions that people weren't talk people weren't talking about, people weren't being honest, they weren't being transparent. And so that's why I do this so you can you could be asking the right questions and finding out what kind of family do I have. What kind of person am I? Just be honest and say, I really don't want no roommates. <laughs> and, you know, get your own everything, man. Because you're grown, you can really do whatever you want to do. I just want you to win. I want you to be successful with that experience. All right. So hope I put, hopefully I've given you some information where you can make, you can complete, you can finish what you started. And, you know, one day I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back and I'm going to finish one day. But I'm at a place now where I still feel the same way where it's like I was going to the internship interviews and I was like, I don't want to do this after four years of college. I don't want to work here after four years. I don't want to be here. And I was that for me was a different journey. Um, look, I, I will t- I will tell you this as I close. I don't think you have any business being on the college campus until you have a prophetic voice in your life. Because I think the college degrees are based on the mountains of influence and those mountains of influence come from the Bible. I think you should have a prophetic voice in your life before you start school. I think you should know exact your your degree from a Christian perspective. I'm talking now. I feel like your degree should complement your calling in life. And that's why I think everybody needs to have a prophet in their life. That prophet should be confirming something that's already been kind of stirring inside of you. Your prophet should be confirming it. But I, I don't think you have any business going to college until you get a prophetic voice, a prophetic insight on college. And you really have a thorough understanding that money thing is taken care of. There's plenty of cash for you, you know, and just go to that place where you want to pursue that place you really want to be, you know, because it's, it's two years or four years of your life and you want to have fun. You want to enjoy the experience. It should be enjoying the experience, you know, but having a profit in your life is a big deal. And look, it's not just for college. Every year of your life, you need a prophetic voice in your life. And that makes a difference. That's why you have miserable Christianity and happy Christians, because the prophetic makes the difference, man. Okay, God wants you to be happy. God wants you to be. He came to give you life in that more abundantly. You're supposed to love your job, Uh, you know, love your job. So we're at 23 minutes here, man. I appreciate you for listening to this podcast. You know, I'm saying this to help you. You know, and I know this is important to record and put this on this podcast because no people don't even know what questions to ask. I know what that's like, not even knowing what questions to ask. I was like, what's the difference between an undergrad and a grad degree, graduate degree and undergraduate degree? What's the difference? I was there. I was asking those questions in high school because nobody around me could answer the questions. I had to go to a guidance counselor, somebody who's been through the process several times who can tell me answer all my questions you can't ask enough questions so don't don't be hesitant to ask questions man it's it's a it's a good experience college is a great experience you should enjoy it you should enjoy it you should enjoy it it should be a wonderful experience that you enjoy all right 
My name is Shane Burris. You're listening to the Gala 5 Podcast.